0: To 321 No Kitten. It is our evening episode time. So we are working on our checklist of symptoms leading to a relapse. So these are indicators that may show up in our behavior or our actions that kind of indicate okay, we might be setting ourselves up to go bed again. Whether it's deliberately or not, these are just kind of warning signs. So we're on to number five, which, by the way, I'm getting these from the back of phone cards. We used to do this in Kansas City. I loved this premise. We would have a meeting just about this list, and you could pick whichever one you wanted and just share. And And I love that dynamic because I got to learn so much from that. So hopefully you're getting some value too. Okay, so tonight, and this is, um, wow, this one's a pretty, I don't want to say common, but I think that maybe more folks are experiencing this now than ever. It's depression, which unreasonable and unaccountable despair may occur in cycles and should be dealt with and talked about. I will say there has been just a beautiful outpouring of experts and celebrities even, like, people are addressing this. I I saw the most disheartening thing on Facebook yesterday, and I don't know all the details. And yes, I'm sorry, I don't watch the news, so you get all my Facebook updates and what hits me, and even that's becoming a full-time job that I don't have time for. At any rate, one of my friends had posted a photo of what you would call, I guess, um, a memorial or a shrine, and it was photos of a fella and flowers and stuff, and he said that that was his third friend that had committed suicide since corona started. And I know we've covered some aspects of suicide i've had multiple guests on here that have attempted suicide or had suicidal ideation it, it comes with it, it it comes with the addictions really um and independent of them too i mean when odile spoke about it she wasn't talking about it from an addictive perspective so it's really scary and it's really common and i was reading some really staggering statistics today so when i was saying that um when i was saying that celebrities and stuff are are doing a much you know that people are talking about this stuff one of the people i was referring to is dr amen and of course i'm sure there's a lot of other people that are outside of my circle but Dr. Eamon is one of my, like, I just love him. <laughs> he, I read his books and he, his beliefs and the way he teaches stuff, it, I don't know, it just resonates with me. And I'm trying to pull up an email from him earlier that'll tell you some of these stats because, okay. So here's the email's title was, are you ready for the next pandemic? Like, is that scary? The next epidemic will be a mental health pandemic. While most people are focusing on whoops, to fight corona, few are prepared for the other pandemic that's already spreading more rapidly around the nation and the globe, which is the mental health pandemic. So we've kind of already been dialed into that. We're aware of it chances are for listening to this, either ourselves or a loved one, are experiencing um, mental health issues. And I guess that's part of what I loved having Neil on when he, you know, his show's name is Mind Fit. So instead of having mental health issues negative way, how about we have healthy mental head, you know, make our mind fit. So anyway, some of the stats that Dr. Amon shared with us this morning was, 45% of Americans say the coronavirus is impacting their mental health. There's a 34% jump in prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications since the pandemic started. A 19% increase in prescriptions for antidepressants. A sharp rise in calls to suicide hotlines. And then... um, it ends with healthcare workers are being traumatized and an ER doctor in New York who is treating patients with COVID died by suicide. It, it, it's it, These are just his call-outs to kind of talk about what's happening. And and I don't think he would mind me you know, sharing his his information because he's a believer. He wants us all to be brain warriors and he wants us to educate each other and share. I mean, he just did a free six-week challenge not too long ago. And he his, he's really an advocate for making sure that we have the right information to make the right decisions. Like, I never would have connected the dots on something as simple as what we eat impacts our brain. Or that our brain is made up of... Um, Fats, So it's important to have fats in your, in your diet. That's why some people who talk about keto and having clarity and stuff, you're essentially feeding your brain what your brain wants and what your brain needs. And Dr. Amen recently, jeez, ah, I can't even talk. He recently launched a book that has to do with mental health specifically. And I can't find the name of it right now. Anyway, Dr. Eamon, you know, like how you would spell Eamon if you were in church. Uh, he, his other, uh, my goal is someday, like he's obviously way more famous than most of my social circle, but I have a post it on my wall that says that I will interview him someday. So I am going to bring him to you guys. I haven't figured out how yet, but I will. Um, because I believe in his message so much and I know that he would want to help you and, and serve because that's that's just the kind of man he seems to be. So depression, yeah, I guess, I guess my thoughts on this or advice, if I was to give advice, I don't know that I've ever called it advice before. It's usually just my opinion and you can take it or leave it. So I think that we should probably dial in, you know, how are we feeling? Do we even do we even think about how we're feeling on any given day? Do you do you pause? Do you go, hmm, how how does my body feel? How does my mind feel? You know, what emotions are we having throughout the day? Are are you thinking about that? Are you are you checking on them? So I think that would be a good starting point. And let's say we find that we're having a Blah day, or we're feeling depressed, and I don't know the different levels. I know there's like feeling depressed. I feel like I've been depressed on and off throughout this, but I don't know that it's, um, you know, medically like that kind of depressed, but you know, just down some days down the weather's bad, down I don't feel like I have enough time, you know, the lack of sunshine, like that kind of depressed, like a bum depressed and I know that it gets way more serious than that where you know some people can't get out of bed or function so I think I think part of why I don't go quite to that extreme although there's there are days that would be like okay I wish I could have a pajama day and and just do nothing but you know watch TV and veg or I don't know, whatever the people who have nothing better to do are doing right now. But I think that if we're dialing in and we're asking ourselves, okay, how do I feel today? And if we feel ourselves going in that, that place that isn't good for, to keep our mental, you know, our brain fit and healthy and, and positive, that we have an opportunity, if we can recognize it, to start flipping the script a little. And it could be something as easy as going for a walk, and like I said, the sunshine is kind of important. But going for a walk, getting more rest. If you're in a in a funky mood, it's kind of like going to meetings, right? If you don't, the days you don't want to go, you should go. So maybe the days you don't feel like talking to people is when you need to pick up the phone. I found that there's days the universe just puts in in place. You know people who are happy or wanna talk about something else, and I can't even stay in my little pity pot and be miserable because these other people are too distracting in a good way, so get yourself distracted with things like that if i had i don't know how to cure it, I'm not an advocate for i'm not an advocate for the medicine at all like and again, this is just me, and this is because of the research that I've done. So so most people watch the news and want to have a conversation about politics or COVID. I do all my research on how to take care of my body and my mind and my soul. So that's where I formed these opinions. Most of them are relatively new in the last three to five years, because I never used to look at things from this perspective, and I never used to research it. But I think I would, so I don't like the medicine. I, I believe that it's just a quick solve. There's probably some money behind it, all that good stuff. I do believe in nutrition and rest and exercising our brain. And even the stuff that we look at through our step work, if if we're choosing to do that, or just self-improvement in general. If I'm being candid with someone or honest or I'm putting up boundaries or I'm doing things to take care of myself, before I get depressed, you know, I might decrease my chances because I'm living a a good whole life and I'm doing things that keep me on the trajectory that I want to be on, you know, a positive one. I still, there's still some thoughts that swirl in my head that are not positive, beautiful, amazing thoughts, you know, they, they creep in and it's one of those things that I'm learning to try to understand and fix or evolve, you know, like I can't control what shows up in my head, but I need to control how I deal with it. So we and put this in the context of a pandemic or, um, an ex or a work situation or uh, future stress, even, you know, the ideas can creep in our heads. You know, it's like Sunday night, right? It starts creeping in. Oh, I got to go to work in the morning. I got to pack my lunch. I got to lay out my clothes. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all this stuff is just creeping in because it's normal or whatever. You have an opportunity then if, if, if you can learn to slow down and feel and understand what's happening or see what's happening, learn yourself when this, instead of it becoming now stress on a Sunday night, maybe it's, yay, you know, I get to go to work tomorrow. Um, Get the stuff done early so that you can chill out. Or if you're in the practice of things like a miracle morning, maybe... Maybe you get up and you do your miracle morning and you've left yourself enough time to do the pack, the lunch, or the clothes. But like reframing it. Like, wow, I'm so lucky to have a job to go to tomorrow. Wow, I'm so lucky when the world back opens back up. I'm so lucky I have to put pants on today to go to my job that I'm lucky to have. So reframing, I think, is what they call it. And again, if that if that thinking can just give you that shift that point you more in the direction of positive energy instead of, it's so easy once we get in that dark space for it to just spiral and and get worse and worse and darker and darker and deeper and deeper and it's so hard to get out of when you're to that level of deep, right? So let's see if we can nip it in the bud for lack of a better word. Like recognize what we're feeling, and start applying some healthier um, tactics and strategies before we go down that rabbit hole of darkness. And the the context of all this depression stuff was, is it a sign of relapse? So absolutely, or a symptom of a potential relapse coming. I keep messing up that word, that verbiage. But yeah, if if I'm sad or depressed and miserable... We're better to go to drown out and numb out all those feelings than either a casino or even a you know a game of poker say there's might be people around, but the focus is is changed so just as easily as we could change our focus and drown ourselves into gambling or drinking or whatever we just as just as. Easily, I want to say, from a choice perspective, maybe it takes practice. We could just as easily find a healthy thing to do. Like I said, going for that walk, picking up that friend. Um, Maybe it's in, you know, I'm going to have a a food addiction person on here eventually. Um, Maybe it is treating yourself to... Um, a snack you like or a treat or you know pizza Friday I don't know I don't want to advocate for food as a reward as much but sometimes you know it happens we can only fix one thing at a time I can only fix one thing at a time so if it if it means staying away from a bet and you have a ice cream banana split like I did last week <laughs> for dinner um, that's okay I, I've decided that's okay I don't I don't say a lot of things are facts that come out of my mouth, but that one I will tell you it's okay. Ice cream just almost always makes everything okay. Don't tell Dr. Eamon I said that because it's on his hundred foods that you really shouldn't eat list. But anyway, I still love him anyway, even though he doesn't get it. But I'm gonna figure out a solution for that too. We need a good substitution for ice cream that tastes like ice cream. I totally digress there, folks. All right. I am going to go to group, which is why I'm sending this out now. I just decided a little while ago because I'm going to have a class that's going to be starting on all my group nights uh, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So my normal group at the center, I won't be able to attend. So what am I going to do? Am I going to just skip group forever until my class is over? Um, No. I'll try to get more involved in either some of the alcohol recovery rooms or maybe attend some GA meetings. So I'm already, I have to strategize for that. But I definitely needed to get in to see my peeps, and my community, and my group. At least, you know, one last time before I go into three months of training on group nights. So that's why I'm here a little early. Anyway, thanks for listening. I, I. Don't do this every episode because I don't want to be a nag, but I am going to ask you if you wouldn't mind, if you can leave me a review or subscribe to the show, very helpful in podcast land. Still can't explain how all the algorithms and all that fun stuff works. I can just tell you that it, it's helpful. So thank you, everybody. Have a good night. I'll talk to you more.